there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French. How you going, Tom? I am well. How are you, Chris? I'm great. Although I did realize, um, as I listened back to last week's episode, that due to the way that we record this podcast, the music I'm hearing and singing along to <laughs> is not always fully in sync on the recording. Yeah, and true. so as well as uh, not being particularly tuneful, I'm also completely out of time. So enjoy. Um, when, when, I, when I add in the music late, then I uh, sync you up with the music. But, uh, you've lulled me into a false sense of security. Yeah. Um, I do have an apology that I would like to make right from the off, Tom. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, go for and it. And hopefully you can already hear me making up for the thing that I need to apologize for. Um, as we hit the stop button on the podcast last week, yeah, you said some words to the effect of um, it sounded like I'd lost interest about five <laughs> minutes from the end. And so... Yeah, I, I listened I back and I've got to say I was I was low energy last week and I was particularly low energy at the end. <laughs> and so this week we're going high energy all the way. I've got a raspberry and black currant kombucha. It's making me feel good, just like it says on the can. Oh, good, and good. it's also an occasion for celebration, Tom, because it's our birthday. It's our oh, podcast really? birthday. It is. What? How old are we? We're 16. It's our 16? 16th podcast birthday. Sweet 16. That We got a, we had a great quinceanera last week. We now sure did. Six, sweet 16th. It is probably now that I should ask you how youth group's going. <laughs> that's what we do on this podcast. It took, ex- me, it took me like 10 of our 16 episodes to remember what we do on this podcast, and I just forgot <laughs> for a moment. But I've remembered again. It's in the name. How is youth group? It's good, but I'm actually just about to cough. So why don't you tell us about your youth group? Oh, this is your new strategy. You're going to do the old taze on day. I lean away from the mic to breathe. Um, Youth group was good. We did the mystery auction, which is one of my new favorite recurring nights at youth group where I have... Have you ever watched Survivor, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, Good. I did, but only, only You once. turned your was... microphone all the way off to cough. That's so professional, except then you forgot how to turn it on for a minute. <laughs> I didn't I didn't forget. I just couldn't I couldn't get my finger on the button well enough cuz was the it slippery from the, the cough from covering yeah, your mouth just, when you yeah, coughed. That's gross. I did, did a you lot just of... sanitize that microphone. <laughs> I don't I'm the only one using it and I don't lick it that often. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Um have you ever seen Survivor Tom? I've seen like two, one or two episodes. I okay, because I think my inspiration for this game came from the Survivor auction where they bring out items and everyone gets to bid on them one at a time, but some of them are mystery items and you never know when it's going to end. Mm. Um, and so mm, I think I was telling you that I hadn't figured out what the twist was this time. Yeah. Um, and one of the twists was that I um, found a bunch of um, pop, like Funko Pop figures that Amazon was selling for um, a low, low price. They were like three bucks each. They were um, very cheap. 
because they were uh, all the same figure of NBA legend Dominique Wilkins. Um, <laughs> okay. And so I pulled out the first one and someone got very excited because they, unlike me, knew who Dominique Wilkins was. And so they their team bid on that. And then um, a little bit later on, the next item was a pop vinyl figure of Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> and... They, there was a collective like, oh, here we go. And then the next <laughs> mystery item, you'll never guess, Tom. But it was no, a can't guess. It was a Dominique Wilkins no. vinyl what? figure. And then later on, there was one where they had to choose between two like blind bags. Which prize were they gonna get? Mm-hmm. And they picked the one on the left. And it was a scroll that they had to open and read out loud. And it said, congratulations, you have won a high-quality vinyl figure of NBA legend Dominique Wilkins. Oh, fantastic. Um, And then at the very end, there was a massive tub of lollies, and I start the bidding at one Dominique Wilkins. And so that was one of the uh, through lines of the mystery auction. Um, And somebody was willing to part with... um, $7 $7 worth of Dominique Wilkins pop vinyl figures to get $10 worth of lollies. So that was a, a trade well made, I say. Um, <laughs> Can I just say something while we're here? Yeah. I was talking to one of my youth leaders about our upcoming uh, week where we're going to study money. And then we were talking about the game. And I was like, oh, I think Chris was just talking about the mystery auction on the show. Maybe we should do the mystery auction. And then I was like, but I'm not running that the games that week. Uh, there's another another leader who's running it. That leader is 27 years old and listens to this podcast. So I decided I was going to chat to him about the game. But seeing as he listens to the podcast, I'm just going to save a conversation and say, 27-year-old youth leader, there's a game for you to play on our money night when you're in charge of running the games. Look at that. Well, Admin, would you like my, my top <laughs> tips on... Um, yeah. how to make this work. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't, he would. Okay. Well, cause he's running the, nut, Tom, the games. You can turn off your microphone and cough for a while <laughs> while I tell your 27 year old friend, it's very specific. You are, I think a little too cognizant of the ages of the rest of your youth team. No, he's the one. No, he's the one where I got it wrong. Oh, I it's the same guy. Okay. Yeah, same that's guy. fine. I don't, I don't think I know anyone else's ages quite that specifically, even though we actually got in order of age the other week when we lined up and I didn't really pay attention to the ages of any of my leaders. So just him. Anyway, there keep going. Go. Top tips. Yeah. Um, so start small. Start with like tiny insignificant things and make the prizes escalate upwards. And the lower you start, the better the good prizes seem. Um, mm. And so that's a thing have a bunch of have some prizes that are like on display and others that are i'm not going to tell you what it is just bid on Mm. it or it's in a box or it's in a bag the other thing that i did um was on amazon for cheap i found this like little set of brass keys and i um i made them things that you could um like bid on early on and they were just like useless looking keys. Although everyone was like, Oh, that'll be a key for something. And sure enough, later on, um, there were some items that anyone could bid on if their team had purchased a key. Uh, nice. And so if you didn't have a key, you couldn't bid on the item. That's um, good. it's all mind games. 
Um, another thing <laughs> that I did last time was like playing cards became one of the things that were like the secret new currency halfway through. But I was also um, like one of the other prizes were framed pictures of um, an AI trying to draw Shrek. And and hidden in the frames were playing cards. And so oh. there were like prizes within prizes. So like hidden behind the picture? Like behind the picture in the frame mm. was a playing card. Oh, um, nice. And they were excited enough about getting their AI Shrek art when they found <laughs> out that they'd also accidentally purchased a playing card um, that was even better and my final tip is when you forget to make any kind of um currency for the people to actually bid with spoons and forks work very well as a makeshift dollar system uh that is so i did i found that last apocalypse that our spoons and forks came in handy they're so shiny yeah can can i go go back to the ai art just to go on a tangent because i've remembered it so I have had this thought that I think it would be funny to see a picture of an adult with a head proportionally the size of a baby's because babies have giant heads and adults' heads seem normal size. But if you had an adult with a baby size, not the head the size of a baby, but proportionally the size of a baby's head compared to a baby's body. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, a yeah. and But no one seems to have done that online. People have put like adult heads on babies, but no one has put made people to have heads proportionally the size of a baby. So I thought, I need to get AI to do that for me. So I signed up to Dali 2, got a bunch of credits to to make this happen. Couldn't make it happen. I just could not describe it to Dali 2 to make it do this. And I, I can't be bothered signing up to any others to get it done. But now I have a bunch of credits for Dali 2. And I thought... We're so useless on our um, social media for youth group that maybe oh, great, yeah, do every, it. Every week is just going to be getting Dali 2 to do our social media advertising and and we'll just have some, some of the weirdest, most uh, cursed, as the young'uns would say or used to say before they stopped saying it, pictures for our... For our um, for Instagram. So well, the thing you need to know also <laughs> is that Dali 2 completely fails at, like, text. So if you want text, you're not going to get oh. it. <laughs> if you want any, like, actual information on your images, forget it. Save it for the description. Get ChatGPT yeah, yeah. to write it for you. Oh, ChatGPT can do the description. Dali 2 can do the image. and um, You just need an the- AI that's going to, like, post it for you automatically, and then it can just run itself. Yeah. It can it can run long after I've retired. Great. Yeah. There you go. So there's there's my thoughts that's, that that's are youth ministry related, but I'm cool. Um, helpful. Also, I just you know I've been talking a lot about my youth group without mentioning the part where we did actually like discuss the Bible. Yeah. Um, was it connected to the game? Um, it was not. Okay. Um. Because as I said last week, I am not good at that. I think some of them were like tangentially connected. Um, but then also we have a, 
a thing on the flyer for later in the term that just says bird games. <laughs> and that is not relevant at all. Um, because at some point in our meeting, and we'll, you know, more to come on this in, in the weeks ahead, but at some point in our meeting at the beginning of the term, there was some, I don't even remember what the game was. Um, but at some point in the meeting, I was just like, what if someone's dressed as a bird? Wouldn't it be so much more funny if someone was dressed as a bird? And so that's how Bird Games was born. But I've since forgotten what the game was. Maybe Rob the Nest. Maybe it was Rob the Nest and someone was, was going to be dressed up as a bird. But I've got to that's, store some bird costumes at some point. Yeah, that's, that's a good Anyway, um, the Bible, we were looking, we're continuing through our ongoing series on um, kind of the overview of the Bible. Mm. And we talked about Genesis 12 and the idea that God is a God who wants to be near to us um, and that God, you know, chose to make a covenant with Abraham, even though, uh, you know, there was nothing special about Abraham, but it was all just part of his master plan to reunite humanity with himself. Um, And so in the small groups, we got deep into, you know, the bit in Genesis 15 where Abraham like cuts all the animals in half and does the I, I love that bit. Well, that was the main topic of our conversation, not according to the um, painstakingly prepared small group notes that one of the other leaders had done, but according <laughs> to me and my group. So <laughs> who took them there? Was it you or your group? It was a bit of both. Um but as soon as there were because the the uh, the covenant had been alluded to in the talk, but the leader basically said, but I'm not going to go there. We also um, delved into your book, Tom. Oh, um, which one? That we accrued funny and nude. Oh, yes. Because someone made a highly inappropriate joke about using the an aspect of the male anatomy as currency in the mystery auction. And I shut that down by trying to turn it into a teaching moment. And I said that, you know, if you ask me later, I'll tell you about a time where a part of the male anatomy was used as a form of currency in the Bible. And so we talked about that. And we decided that um, (laughs) digital finance systems are streets ahead of um, the foreskins as bride price model of (laughs) transactions on a whole lot of levels so there you go it's less traceable than uh foreskins they're very traceable especially with the advent of dna testing um (laughs) shall we move on how is youth group at your end this week tom uh our youth group was it was really nice, really nice week of youth group in in my my opinion. I was just thinking about it. On, I was reflecting. I was like, I came away from youth group going, that, that was just a really good kind of week. Nothing like really stood out as like really exciting or, you know, standout good stuff. It just felt good. And then I was like, I, don't, I wonder if that's how other people felt about it. It was just my subjective feelings about the night. But we – Got together. There was just a there was a lot of kids there. Like we have youth there. We have more youth there than I think maybe any other night except for our first night of the year. 
Um, and it was a small group night where we have dinner and have small group, and they're normally a bit smaller than other nights. But for some reason, a bunch of youth, 22 youth, decided to come on Great. Friday night. And we had dinner together, um, and, and it was just really nice, like having dinner provided by a family and we're being served by the, the woman in our church who's our youth group aunt, and and there was a lot of good discussion. Um, we did a... We, we answer questions at dinner time, and so I got one of the youth leaders to answer the question that had been put into our question box. We only have one question put in our question box. We had a lot of questions submitted by the youth at the, I think, at the beginning of the term, and then we've been kind of working our way through them. But we said, if you've got any extras, put them in the question box. Only one come, has come in, and that was, were, did people have baths on their roofs in Bible times, which is okay. related related to you know, David and Bathsheba. Oh, yeah. They weren't thinking about did people bathe on the roof, but was there, you know, a bath and plumbing on the roof? So I sent a a leader away to do some deep uh, research into that in in the Bible College library, and they came back to tell us there was no plumbing either indoors or outdoors, and maybe even that because of the Hebrew, it's not clear where Bathsheba was having her bath, whether it was on the roof or in private and David was on the roof and he was spying maybe into a private area, mm. not just not just on a roof. So that was interesting. Um, but the other question we did was the LGBTQI question. And mm-hmm. the question was, can you be a Christian and still be part of the community? And I think the Christian community, uh, no, hold on. Can, can you, you be, be a Christian, Christian and still be, be part of the LGBT community? That was it. That was it. And, um, and I think, and I'd been putting it off for a little while, partly just because I wanted to make sure we were we were on the right night to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think my feeling about that is that I spent a whole lot of time kind of doing kind of like um, the discussion around the answer before I actually give my answer, and then I yeah. do a lot of discussion around the answer after the answer um, because I really want to like say the most important thing is that we love Jesus and that we we seek Jesus through his word and seek to faithfully follow him through what the Bible teaches and that we might sometimes come to different conclusions because I know that whatever I say, someone is going to be hearing something different somewhere else and coming yeah. to a different conclusion. I yeah. don't want to be a gatekeeper about what it means to be saved or to be a Christian around a, an issue that's so contentious and so good at mm. Um, excluding people. So, um, yeah, I think it was, um, so I was really kind of prepared for, you know, pushback, which I've had previously, um, but didn't have any this week. Mm. Um, so either, so I don't know what that means. We might wait and see because I've got the sex week coming up and I said we've got lots more space to talk about it in future weeks. So that might be where all the questions are coming. But um, mm. it's uh, it's just one of those things that, you know, we we get to talk about in youth group and it's hard to do well in a way that's uh faithful and um uh, accommodating at the same time or faithful and welcoming maybe faithful and i don't know saying that there's there's space for everyone and well you're welcome at this youth group particularly in a in a space where you we have to talk about contentious issues of faith and mm. living well, well yeah like cuz i think different people who are coming to that conversation from different like 
from different starting points are bringing all kinds of assumptions to the conversation mm. about the issue and about each other that are not particularly helpful, like unless we <laughs> unpack them first. Yeah. And I think like one of the things that I found like kind of tricky about answering these questions in like the question and response format is that you don't get that space to listen to mm. the person who asked the question and and necessarily because sometimes people want to ask the question anonymously and they don't they're not ready for the conversation where they can tell you what's going on for them um but I, yeah i think the challenge for me is to make sure there's space for listening when we continue to have this conversation particularly mm. in a few weeks when we are talking about um you know sex and inevitably um you know, homosexuality and gender issues are going to come up um, or, you know, bisexuality, all the sexualities are going to come up in discussion. And so I want to make sure we have space for, for listening there so that one answer from the front is not the, the end of the conversation, which I tried to kind of say within my answer that we want to keep talking about this. We want to hear from you. You want to, we want you to push back, want to ask more questions. Anyway, after that, we had small groups and uh, we, it was just a, a kind of, it was a pretty high energy small group um, because my small group is always high energy, but we made it through like all the questions and I noticed the youth just had some really good insights because we were talking about power again and we were thinking particularly about how do we respond when we don't have power. Um, mm. and we had some really good insights from the youth about, you know, like how how they might like respond and take out their lack of power on other people who are less powerful or um, how they might try and assert themselves and they might kind of give up and just give in to, to the people who are more powerful, even if they're not particularly happy about it because that's the easier option. And it's just, there's just some really insightful kind of looking at how, how they respond to not having power and also some insightful thoughts into how Jesus responds you know, how Jesus didn't have power and he was willing to give up power to become human and a, you know, a baby who had, was entirely dependent on other humans to keep him alive. Um, but also how he used his power when he went to the cross and, and it was, um, yeah, it was just a really kind of nice discussion and it felt like the youth came away with something in there that they'd noticed and were able to respond to. So, it's just one of those weeks where you go, oh yeah, that's that was working, and it feels good, particularly to remember those weeks for the other weeks when you come away going, I don't know if we achieved mm. anything this week except turning up and being present. So, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thankful for it and pleased we could do it. And uh, that was the week. Do you want me to tell you what's happening next week? Please, while I'm here. Next week, I'm pretty excited because we're going on camp. Oh, great. Victorian Christian Youth Convention, our uh, our oh, hoodies, Vic. yeah, Vic. Vic. Oh yeah, the hoodies done. The hoodies are they are, there? They're on their way. They're, they're arriving at my house tomorrow, I think. Right. And uh, yeah, we'll get get our uh, long-awaited hoodies going on, and I'm very excited to uh, do that. And we've got um, ten youth coming away, which is we had th we've had three the last few years that we've gone to VCYC. Right. So. 10 is huge. I'm very excited. Awesome. Um, 
and there's just a bunch of youth who are going to hang out. They have fun getting to know each other, and they'll hear the Bible taught, and it's going to be a really fun weekend, I think. What about you? What's your uh, next week looking like? So we, having done God is near and good uh, last week, we're doing the kind of other end or the other side of that coin that God is huge and holy and looking at the like transcendence of God um, and the basically setting up the tension for later in the term that God is the God who promises to, you know, wipe out all evil, mm. um, but he's also the God who promises to forgive sin. So how can God be the one who gets mad at sin and and promises that, you know, justice will be done and also the one who is going to forgive people and, and welcome us? And, you know, the answer is the cross, Tom. Um, but, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to get to that, you know, in in passing this week but in detail later on. Um, and so that's that. And then it's fashion week this week. Yes. Um, and there have been, um, some text messages going in the group chat while we've been recording between our leaders, organizing the activity. Um, and one leader said Met Gala themed and another leader said, just to explain, just explain to me what that means and I'll get on it. Um, and so it's probably going to be Met Gala themed, which is. Very exciting. Um, so it's like the Hunger Games in real life um, for anyone who's not familiar with the Met Gala, like the, the capital part of the Hunger Games, not the, <laughs> not the, not the, the, the youth all kill each other until there's only one left. That <laughs> is not on the agenda for Friday. Not fashionable. Not fashionable. Um, and as uh, I explain in my uh, book about how to be moral, that we've mentioned earlier, murder bad, murder bad. Yeah, is that a whole chapter or just a headline? Um, it's it's basically half the book because I think if you kill people, it like you've it's bad, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and there is a lot of that going on with the youth these days. A lot of well, the. First it's vaping and then who knows where it goes. <laughs> Slippery slope to murder. Well, um, it's good. Was there any emails this week? There were not. Can you believe no one wants to email and get our advice about leading youth group? That's so Amazing. weird. Amazing. Amazing. I'm assuming it's because we're so comprehensive on here that mm. um, no one feels the need. It's like we have question time in our church service after the sermon and if there's no questions it means the sermon really went one way or the other um (laughs) either people are feeling very satisfied or very polite um so i'm hoping that everyone's feeling very satisfied with the podcast i hope that i have been sufficiently high energy today yeah yeah it's good i'll try and bring it even more next week for our 17th birthday because i feel that's um you know that's that's exciting. That's one away from podcast adulthood. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack out the UDLs for podcast adulthood. Wow, great! 
Well, we look forward to our 18th birthday spectacular <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Um, in the meantime, do you want to play the music? I'm already already on it. It's oh, great. It's a while to warm up. Um, I can hear it fading in now. Well, thank <laughs> you for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. If you want to find out more about what Tom's doing in the world, go to tomfrench.com.au. Sign up for his newsletter for all kinds of exciting news. Yeah non-identifying photos of his loved ones, uh, yeah, book deals, etc. Yeah, it's a real good stuff. Amazing. Nailed it again.